0: Hey, hey, there homeschool mom, I'm excited about today's episode. This is something that this episode has actually been on my heart. It's something that I guess maybe I didn't necessarily realize was important to me when, it, when I was doing it. I mean, I'm still doing it. <laughs> so I s- now really see now that my kids are older and I'm going on the assumption your kids are quite a bit younger than mine. Maybe you have some that are close in age to mine too. It's never too late. But I want to talk to you today about helping your child, and I titled this homeschool kids because most of you who listen are homeschooling or you're planning to, but how can we help them discover their gifts, talents, and abilities? When you look around, there are so many people that are just lost and aimless. They don't have purpose. And if we really stop and we take a look at it, we can see that purpose can come from knowing you are. I mean, We know whose we are. We know we are a child of God if you are a believer, if you're a Christian. But purpose comes from knowing who you are and knowing that you are here for a reason and that you can serve a purpose and there is meaning to life and you don't have to walk around the world lost and aimless. And to be honest, I see it in a lot of people's eyes and I feel like I see it more. In the past couple of years, you know, just going to the grocery store, I just feel like there's and maybe I'm just making a snap judgment, but I just I don't see a lot and I just don't see a lot of purpose, a lot of excitement, a joy of just being glad for the day in people's eyes. And that comes from really understanding who you are. And we get to do this with our kids. And I'm gonna dive into deep right now in this episode why because I want you to know your why you have to know why you're doing something It's really difficult to continue to do something if you don't have a reason a solid reason why and then also so why and then how you can help your children to discover these things that they aren't walking around purposeless and lost and aimless are you ready for it get ready to take some notes or grab that laundry basket that clothes that you need to fold or get those uh, dishes all soapy and sudsy that you need to wash. But let's do this right now. Welcome to the little by little homeschool podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions and gain peace in your heart and home. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. One of our goals as homeschool moms is that our children have joy for the day. Like I mentioned just here in the intro, just it doesn't seem like people have necessarily joy. Now, we don't say necessarily happiness because happiness can come and go. And when the circumstances are not happy, you can still have that underlying joy. And knowing what your gifts and your talents and abilities are can lead to joy. It can lead to confidence and making taking some really great risks and taking some leaps of faith. It also knowing what your gifts, talents and abilities are helps you to build up your self-esteem. I know that can be like a buzzword in certain certain circles, and we shouldn't necessarily rely upon as a Christian what you can do and what you have to offer the world as giving you self-esteem. But I think I feel like most of you are at that place. You understand that, and we want to cultivate this in our kids' because the other option is, again, like I mentioned earlier, just not having purpose and being lost and aimless. And we know there's a lot of things that the Bible commissions and and encourages us to do. And this helps knowing how we were created and our different personalities and how we can pour into others helps us to then serve them and helps us to carry out those commissions as well. But let me start with a little bit of a story here because I think I probably know, unfortunately, that you can really relate because most of us went through the school system. And again, I mean, I'm not trying to bring it down, but that's just where we spent the most amount of awake hours in our formative years. From the age of, say, five, six until 17, 18, we spent the bulk of our time, literally the amount of hours in school. And so that really greatly formed us. It took a lot of our time and our energy And then even when you were done with the school day, you had to go home and do homework. And that could have been the evening. That could have been on the weekends. And it didn't give us much space as those who went to public or private school to have time to really foster some things and kind of, I don't want to say discover who we are, but I left school, you know, left high school, went straight to college and left college. And unfortunately, (laughs) I don't know that I was very mature in knowing who I was and what my capabilities were. I knew what I liked and what I didn't like, but I didn't know necessarily why I liked those things and why I didn't like some things. And I you can probably again like I mentioned <laughs> see yourself in that. And here I am, you know, late 40s, but it took me probably until my 30s to be like, "Oh, like I am actually a person I should kind of figure out who I am and how can I use what I have? And yes, there's some per- certain parts of our personalities that aren't very good. And we need to allow the Lord to sanctify those and to give those over to him. But how can we use the way that he created us to impact the world? And now that we have children, I, you know, for me, I was like, I don't want my kids to walk out into the world at 18 or 22. And they, if they go to college and be like, what am I? What what kind of purpose? Like, what can I do? How can I contribute? Where is my place? And so thus began when they were very young, just this helping them to discover the way that God has wired them so that then they can use that in really good and positive ways out in the world. And that leads to what can be the biggest why behind helping your children discover their gifts, talents, and abilities. I believe that it is important For them to discover these things so they don't leave school like I did and possibly like you did, possibly your husband, and possibly a lot of people that you know just feeling confused about who they are and what their purpose is and how they can impact the world. How about instead of these young adults embarking out into the world, instead of having to spend their time, years, you know, quote unquote, discovering themselves... What if they've already kind of figured out how they're wired? And it doesn't mean that what you've discovered out by the time you're a teenager is how you will always stay. I see for myself, I look back and I'm like, okay, that's why I liked it. Now I really understand why I like some things, why I didn't like some things and why some things came easily to me. And there's a progression, but how about instead of them stepping out into the world, feeling like they have to discover themselves and figure themselves out, what if they've already been doing things? that they're wired to do and when they step out into the world they just continue that but maybe on a bigger scale and in a more mature way and in a more aware way which happens as we get older and grow in wisdom so that to me that's my why and it's probably going to be your why as well wanting your kids to step out into the world in a good firm place knowing who they are and and knowing how they're wired what makes them tick what makes them excited what makes them maybe a little bit afraid and knowing that that's okay if you are not a fan of heights it's okay there are a lot of different options in the world you don't need to become a skydiver or something like that so when i say things that maybe are make them a little bit fearful that's what i kind of mean is some people just don't really like that some people Maybe you're like, I would never go swimming with sharks. I don't like to swim in the ocean. I wouldn't go on a cruise. And not saying that we should let those things hold us back, but that's just kind of how they're wired. And maybe as they get older, they might outgrow that or maybe they won't. And that's okay. But there's some people who are like, oh, I would love to swim with the sharks. I would love, I love to swim in the ocean. I would love to go on a cruise. And both of those are, those people are, are fine, right? They can walk through life and have joy on No matter whether they like sharks or not, (laughs) but homeschool allows us the perfect environment to help our kids discover this, their gifts, talents, and abilities. And guess what? You as the homeschool mom, you're probably going to know what those are before they are, they actually know because they don't, aren't really aware, but we can start using this language and telling them and guiding them. I was a little bit more discreet about it. I didn't say, this is your gift. This is your talent. This is your ability. I more so observed, and we'll get into how to do this in just a minute, and just kind of allow them to figure things out a little bit without having to put a huge label on it. And this time that you are homeschooling, like I just mentioned, is prime for being able to help them discover this because you have the time. And it is one of my great joys when I get to interact with you and I get to see the the moms who go through clarify your homeschool and how they set up their homeschool in a way that allows their children to be able to work on their gifts and talents and abilities and discover this and set up just their homeschool day and their style of homeschooling and just their focus of their homeschool year so that their kids have the ability to do this. And you have the ability to observe them. If you have been thinking about joining Clarify Your Homeschool, it is never too late and it's never too early. Today actually was, would be an absolutely perfect day to get in on that. Even if you started your homeschool year, it's okay. We can get you started from right now. And within a few weeks, you will have your homeschool completely reoriented. It'll be a I don't want to say big overhaul because it's a fun one, but on the other side, yeah, there's some work. I'm not going to lie to you. There is some work and some things that you need to do in order to make some changes, but on the other side, it's a hundred percent worth it. It's always a hundred percent worth it. When you know that you are doing something that you're called to do, such as homeschool, and you actually begin to move towards the way that will enable your family to homeschool well. And that's what we get to do together and clarify your homeschool. You can grab more information, at clarifierhomeschool.com. And there is always a link in the show notes as well. Let me give you a quick little case study about this from my three kids. It is not a research project. It's nothing, but hopefully this will give you some excitement to help your kids in this area. And to also see, especially if you have younger kids to see that this is actually worth it. And what does it look like as they get older? So my three kids, I have a 15 year old, a 18 year old, and a 20 year old. And they are all very different. And so I'm going to work back, we're going to start with the 20 year old, and you might see some of your kids in this as well. For her, I was always a little like, why can't you nail down something that you are really interested in? Why can't we figure out what exactly like she was, (laughs) she was the one that stumped me for so long, because I was trying to put her in a box, spoiler alert, we'll get to that one. And realized I shouldn't. And the fact that now she's 20, I can totally see, okay, this makes perfect sense. She was someone who just enjoyed a lot of different things. And when I look back now, and even at the time I knew it, she enjoyed a lot that fell under like the humanities. She enjoys art and writing and theater and dance. And so it all was kind of under one category. She enjoys gardening and reading and history and just just so much in all of that and she would just go from one maybe craft that she wanted to learn say we're doing friendship bracelets and then the next week it would be watercolors and then maybe not next week but a couple of weeks and most I remember most of her birthday and Christmas gifts had to do with art supplies and providing her with times to go and be part of a dance studio and I didn't quite know she just had, she was just, and to be honest, she was very good at all of it. So I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Usually people are kind of good at like one, maybe two select things, but she's good at all of it. And you know what she does now? She does all of those things right now. She's working for a ministry and it encompasses all of that. And you know what? She's really good at all of it. And the funny thing is, she's very opposite than me. I can draw a stick figure and that's about it. And so looking back now from the time maybe she was in preschool and up till at least elementary, I started to see really where this all started to come out. So we'll say in 15 years difference between the time I started to see things out come out. And now I'm like, okay, she's using all of that. So hopefully that encourages you. If you have a kiddo who just has a a broad range of interests and is good at all of it, just wait. It's kind of fun to see how it comes out. So then I've got my two boys and in a quick nutshell, because I'm like, oh no, this episode's going to get long here. I just have seen one of them become super laser focused on something very specific that they were really interested in, became really good at and did that for years and then would move on to something else and become super interested in that for years. And a couple of those things have gone by the wayside. He no longer um, wants to be a transformer. So I'm like, okay, that obsession and that Ability to know everything about that and, and tie that into everything is over. So we're not going to be a transformer. We're not going to become. what's it Bumblebee? And um, I can't even. They would. Uh, hopefully, they don't listen to this episode because they'll be like, I can't. Optimus Prime. That's who I'm trying to remember. <laughs> so he doesn't want to be that anymore. He doesn't want to be a transformer. But I can see how a couple of eight major areas that he was super focused in and his ability to carry out details in that is completely carrying out right now in what he is doing as far as this. So this is my older son who owns his own lawn care company. And then right now is working on a couple of side businesses online. So I'm like, okay, I can see that. Then I go to my youngest and just everything that he, because so by this time, I was a little bit more refined in my observational skills and much like he's gotten the good end of the stick here to seeing that, yeah, okay. He's really good at tinkering and taking things apart. He had really good fine motor skills and just a really good eye to see how things work and then being able to reverse engineer and then put things back together. He was always been my fixer. And I am seeing that now. So he's 15. So we're really getting to the point where he can hone those skills. And we have some fun things that we're looking to do with him for homeschool and a little bit of a way of him educating without necessarily formal academics, but being able to hone those skills and refine them. And this is kind of like the prime that I'm in right now with him is helping him to see those gifts, talents, and abilities that he's always had. And like, how can we now move that and shift that into bigger ways? And how can we impact others? How can we help others? And how will you use this out in the world? Whereas the other two, kind of a little bit beyond that, and it's, I can encourage them and guide them, but it's a lot left up to them still. But the 15 year old, it's still a lot left up to me and James. So that's my case study. Maybe you'll see your kids in that and it will give you some hope and hopefully really some excitement about all this. So how do we do this? How do we help our children discover their gifts, talents, and abilities so that that translates into giving them purpose and excitement and for their future. And I mean, for right now as well, but giving them joy. The first thing is, and I alluded to this already, is don't put them in a box or make assumptions. So don't do that when they're two. Don't do that maybe when they're 12. Don't do that when they're 16. Know that as people, we are organic and changing and we're growing. So don't put them into a box and don't try to put them into the box. Like I mentioned with my daughter, I was trying to put her into a box. Like you will be good at making jewelry. And then that's it. Like, no, wait a minute. Now we're on to the next thing. Now, like I said, friendship bracelets and watercolor and then pottery. She's, I'm like okay we're all over the place so so don't don't make that mistake like I did and don't put them into a box no matter their age even with my 15 year old I'm like I'm trying not to put him into a box because he has a lot of different like okay so maybe we'll look at engineering in this type of way maybe we'll look at computer coding like there's just a couple of different areas that I'm really focusing on like giving him exposure to instead of just putting him into a box and saying you will be like this and you will use your gift, talents, and abilities in just this specific area and allowing him to discover this within a, is kind of keeping him on a path and letting him discover. And we'll see where the path kind of goes. Number two is to be open for you, actually, to be open to who and how God created them. This child that you have may be very different than you. And we need to say, this is how God has wired them. This is how God has created them. There is, there's nothing wrong if they are really into the arts or really into sports or really into history or really into technology and can do those things well. This is how God has created them. So be open to that. My third takeaway here is for you as a homeschool mom, to continue to learn and learn to learn new things and use your gifts, talents, and abilities. Are you good uh, at making people feel welcome into your home and hospitality? Then do that. Are you good at making meals for others? Then you do that. Whatever it is, whatever your gifts, talents, and abilities, maybe you're really organized or maybe you're really enthusiastic Whatever it is, let your kids see you using your gifts, talents, and abilities to help them, help your husband, help your family, help your friends, help your community, help your church. It will encourage them to then use theirs out in the world as well. Fourth, I want to mention is to watch and observe when they are young. Like I mentioned with my kids, just kind of watching and observing. My youngest, just watching how he could build things. I remember walking into his room one time, and maybe he was four, I think, and he had built a tower with these. I won't even go into all the details of what exactly these things are. They're just like little wooden stick sort of things. He had made a tower, and it was taller than him. I don't know. Maybe maybe there should have been like you know some more supervision here. I don't know, but he made it through. But he made this tower, and I was like what and it was all standing on like maybe two sticks and I was like what and I was like step back step back he's like why I was like hold on let me go get my camera (laughs) back in that day we didn't have phones easily accessible maybe in our back pocket so I went and got the camera and took a picture and I'm so glad I did but just looking and observing at what are they doing right now how are they kind of wired do are they really organized or they maybe like a you know a, a crazy scientist who's completely disorganized, but just watch and observe when they're young. Because the fun thing is you might, and you probably will see those things as they get older. Next thing I want to mention here is that provide resources for them. Now this is available on any type of budget. Maybe like I was mentioning, my daughter is into crafts and we couldn't do a ton of like huge kind of craft things, but I would set aside and make sure we had resources for what she wanted to do. Maybe you, your daughter is similar and she's into wanting to make cards for people. Well, it's not hard to maybe get together some paper and just different supplies. Just provide the resources that are within your budget, but don't feel bad that you can't provide larger resources that are not necessarily in her, in, in your budget. For myself, I actually love to plan events and it comes easy to me and I've used this natural talent that I have I guess this ability for many different uh, activities for many different er years and I look back at my younger years and we had a very modest upbringing and I remember just using what I had in order to make decorations in whatever room and my parents had a weekly bible study and I went I think back now, it's kind of funny, but it was probably cute. I would think it was totally cute if I went to someone's house, but I would make extra special decorations, even for like Mother's Day or Father's Day or Labor Day for the room that they would have Bible study in. And I look back now, I'm like, yeah, that totally makes sense. And we didn't have a lot of resources, so it's okay. You the Having modest resources is okay, but providing them just with some resources in order to explore those different areas now the next thing really builds off of that one and it is to allow your child to go all in on something maybe they really like sports and you decide you know what they were doing maybe this boy scout or something or they were doing this orienteering kind of something or a chess club and they really want to focus in on soccer Forget the chess club, then forget the other clubs. I mean, if it's church stuff, and that's important to you, then then those are the non negotiable. But there are a lot of negotiables. So maybe you have a kiddo who also wants to be a transformer and you see if you can, how can you gather some more transformers so he can play with the transformers and discover them and maybe create his own transformers and paper and pens and markers and let them go all in on something. And then the I guess I should add a disclaimer here. There's two disclaimers. The first is for you not to get too quite attached to it because they might change. They might then decide, you know what, I have discovered all there is about this and I've learned enough about this. And I figured out, you know, where I can use this, or I have pushed my boundaries with this and I'm ready to move on to the next thing. Don't be sad. It's okay. Maybe this let's go back to the soccer puts away the chess club and puts away a book club, puts away some other things and just focuses on soccer. And you start to get really into it. In year two or three, your kiddo says, I don't want to do soccer anymore. I would rather do, maybe wants to go back to chess club. I want to learn fishing now. Don't let, maybe it's a disappointment. Maybe you were really enjoying going to soccer games. Let it go. It's okay. If soccer is meant to be, soccer will come back around. But I, the second disclaimer I want to add is, Sometimes when we get involved in something, there is an investment. Maybe it's a certain amount of time frame that has to be invested in this. Maybe it's a monetary investment. There could be a lot of different reasons. But maybe it's just as overall a big investment for your child to take on something Um, Maybe it's a swim club and it's a travel or a travel team or whatever the activity is or whatever it is that's going to help them or to come along or maybe the resources. Maybe they want to learn how to do something that requires purchasing some certain equipment and having and maybe rearranging your house a little bit and providing a space for that. There is a time where we need to maybe sit down and say, look, we are willing to do this, but this is the requirement. If we're going to we're going to start piano lessons i'd like you to give it 3 years because it's going to take at least that many years actually i've heard it's 5 years <laughs> until you really kind of start to feel like yes this is this is all pretty much enjoyable and so sit down and say look this is the time frame the minimum time frame we're looking at for this and having that conversation that okay you want to learn how to fly fish well it's going to Require us to purchase certain equipment, and there's not a good place near us. It's going to require maybe traveling. So saying to your child, this this is going to require this minimum amount of time frame for this this commitment that we need from you, and then you have to figure out if you know things go haywire before that time frame and that commitment is up. But I just want to add those two little disclaimers on the end. And the last thing I want to mention is to be an encourager when it gets hard, because some of the things are going to get hard. So the piano lessons or the fly fishing or the karate lessons or the starting a little lemonade stand or starting their own business where they're selling maybe their sourdough bread or whatever it is, know that it's going to get hard and you get to be an encourager to them and to walk them through that and help them to refine those gifts and those talents and those abilities through those times where it maybe gets a little bit hard and they might want to quit. And I hope that this has been helpful to you. I was excited to share this podcast episode because it's really very near and dear to my heart and I see the benefits and the outcomes of this. And I know that you want your kids, you want them to walk out into the world feeling, just having their head held high, knowing that God has created them and has given them Gifts and talents and abilities, and they know what those are, and they know how they can use those. And, like I mentioned, you know, stepping out at maybe 18, 19, 20, whatever the age is, knowing how to use that is going to be different than when they're older. So, thinking back to my little, you know, party planning and all that stuff and decorating, it was much smaller when I was 18, and it got to the point where I was running women's ministries and doing big events. And that just came with age and with time. And it's just fun to be uh, front row. We get the front row seat to watching our children. Now, like I mentioned earlier, that the this homeschooling is just the perfect ripe environment for walking our kids through this. They have the time We have the energy and let's go back to the time (laughs) that we can invest in our kids in this and I want to encourage you also as you are thinking about your homeschool to really invest in that and how you spend your time and I know that you want to look back and you want to say we spent our time well, I didn't spend my time jumping ship from this curriculum to that curriculum, not really having much of an aim or purpose and not staying consistent and not having a homeschool that is aligned with us. And I want you to get to the other side where you're saying this homeschool is aligned with us you know, we don't, we're not perfect people, so we don't always do the most perfect things, but having that guidance and that direction to create your homeschool. And we can do that at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. If you are wondering what others are saying about it, there are testimonials on the website. If you go to clarifyyourhomeschool.com and you can get more information about all of the things with it, would love to see you over there as well as right back here on the podcast on Thursday. And I've got a special interview coming for you on that day. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.